Hey, y'all. Hey, I know I've been gone for a while. Thank y'all for still supporting. Thank y'all for still listening. Thank y'all still for still tuning in. Well, we got an, we got another good one for you today. We're going to talk about intimacy and how God is desiring more intimacy from his people. He's desiring more intimacy for from us as his people as disciples of Christ because we have to get closer to him so he can tell us what he needs for us to do okay now let's go into this word now um let me pray just real quick dear heavenly father god in the name of jesus god i thank you for you just being worthy god god i just hope this word god is everything you need for me god i just hope this word is everything you call me to preach god in yahshua's name i pray amen Y'all, excuse my background. That was my daughter. Okay. Now, Jeremiah 33. We're coming from Jeremiah 33 and 3. And it says, Call call unto me, and I will answer ye, and show ye great and mighty things, which ye knoweth not. See, God is commanding more from you. He is commanding more from you. He's tired of us giving him that little bit. The, oh, I'm going to give you an hour. I'm going to give you a little bit of time. He needs more. You give more to watching TV. You give more to your old lady. You give more to your job than you give to God. But you always need him to supply. God needs you to do more. Okay. Now, um, he is saying it is time to level up. It is time to level up. It is time to put on your big girl pants, put on your big boy pants, and boom, come on. Let's get God's word and get his work together, okay? We all know what it is to level up. We all know what it is to level up. You get a promotion on your job. You get um to be a better something. You doing better in your life. You're leveling up. Okay. Now, God is saying, right? God is saying, where is your push? Right? See, we have to push ourselves to the next level where God can use us. He can't use you just on this flat surface, baby. He got you here so you can do whatever you have done. Now he's now it's time for you to move up. Time for you to come on to this next level. Okay? We have to stay We have to, okay, I'm sorry. We cannot stay stagnant, okay? We can't be stuck in one spot. 
We can't be complacent. We have to be always ready to move forward. We cannot. Okay. We have to get out of that spirit of comfortable. We cannot of comfortable. Comfortable. Oh, Lord. I can't, I can't say the word, Lord. I don't know why it won't come out. But anyway, we got to get from off of not just being comfortable. Comfortable is not enough. Sometimes we have to be uncomfortable when we're talking about Christ. Right? Everything is not going to be hunky-dory at all times. Isaiah 56, 55 and 6 says, Seek ye... The Lord, while he may be found, call ye unto him while he is near. God is crying out for us to be close. God is 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 screaming closeness. Give me more. Give me more. I need more of you. You know it. You know that what what you're hearing right now is not the first time you done heard it. God wants closeness. God wants more. He needs you to be to be in his face because he got things he wants to reveal to you. He got things he wants to tell you. He he got things he wants to show you and he cannot show you unless you get closer. Unless you tune out everything and you let go and let God. See, we must have closeness with God. That's what the word seek is saying in that in that passage when it's saying seek ye the Lord while he's able to be found. Get close to me while you're while it, I'm able to be found. Get close to me while I'm calling out to you. Get close to me while I'm near. Get that's what the okay that I'm sorry. That's what the word seek is saying is to get close and intimate with him or with me by seeking me while I'm near, while I'm while you're seeking me, while seeking me while I may be found. It is fun seeking God. Not like if if I can be honest real quick and not like real preachy. Like I really enjoy seeking God. It's fun. No lie. It's, it's, it's very fun. Like when just getting to know new things, finding out new things, learning new things about him, learning what his do's and his don'ts are. One, um, finding out what he likes and what he doesn't like. See, these are the things about intimacy we have to get closer into. You understand? We don't know how to be intimate with each other, let alone be intimate with God. You know? And we're gonna break down intimacy ju- in just a little bit, okay? But um, let let's just let's just keep on going, okay? Jeremiah twenty nine and thirteen says, "And ye shall seek me." And find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So when are you going to find God? When are you going to to let? When is God going to show up in your life? When is God going to make Himself prevalent in your life? When is He going to make Himself um known in your life? When you seek Him, 
with all of your heart and your soul. When you seek him with all of your might. When you seek him with everything that's on the inside of you, that's when you're going to find him. The only way we can get intimate is to seek him or search him with all with all with everything we got or with all that we have and he and he will let you into his space with gladness he going to let you into his space with gladness look at this jeremiah i'm sorry isaiah 55 um 56 and 5 says even unto them will i give in mine house and within my walls a place and a better and a name better than of sons and of daughters listen to that Listen to that. I will, he said, even unto them will I give in mine house. You know, when you, you know, you treat your, you treat the ones who are in your house better than you treat the ones outside. Yeah, you'll give to the person outside, but the ones who are in your house, your immediate family, them are the ones who's going to get the most. Them are the ones who are going to get whatever you have. Whatever they they want, you know, because they're in your <coughs> oh, excuse me, they're in your house, right? Now, listen to the rest of it. He says, he says, um, I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Wow, so you telling me that God is going to make sure that he he gives me everything? He's going to give me what I ask for as long as I stay in his house? long as I'm in his house, he's going to make sure that I'm taken care of? What a mighty God we serve. Isaiah 56 I'm sorry, I oh Lord, I keep getting these numbers wrong. Isaiah 65 and 24 says, Before they before they call, I will answer. Not not after they call, not while they calling, but before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear them. Baby. Before you even thought about speaking to me, I already heard what you was going to say. Before you thought about me, I thought about you. Oh, hey, did you about to say something, y'all? Hold on. And then you start speaking. And then as you're speaking, I hear you. Because guess what? I was listening before you even started talking. I was listening and waiting for you to say something before words uttered from out of your mouth. That's great. Are you do you are you comprehending that? Can you comprehend that before you start you started your prayer, before you had a need, he knew your need. So before you even came to him with the need, he was already ready to listen to your your supplication. He was already like, make your supplication plain. Let it be known so I know what I need to do for you. 
Now, that's what kind of God you serve. That's what kind of God we serve. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is not a God who plays any games. He loves to show up and show out for the ones who show up and show out for him. We have to start to get to getting to know him so you can know that he is willing and ready to do whatever you ask as long as you're willing and willing to do whatever he asks. That he has the best interest, your best interest at hand. So no, everything that you want may not get accomplished because guess what? I have your best I have your best um your best will at hand. I have your best um idea at hand. I have your I have everything that you need right here. And if you might not get it, that's okay because guess what? You didn't need it. You wanted it, but you didn't need it. I'm going to give you the things that you need. And also give you some of the things that you want that make sense. No, God ain't going to give you no billion dollars if you snow powder. And if you got a billion dollars and you coked it all up and you did all of these drugs and you did all of this, guess what? That wasn't a blessing from God, but it was a curse from the devil. We have to know the difference because we have to understand that the blessings and curses come not only from God, but they come from the devil too. So you don't think the devil can bless you? But is his blessing a blessing or is his blessing a curse? Come on now, everything that God do is is for your good, even if he cursed you. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, even curses. Okay, come on, let's go on. So he already knew what you needed. He said before they called, he will answer. So if that doesn't tell you that he was he wants intimacy with you before you even before you um before you did i don't know i don't know what the, i don't i don't even know understand how to explain it to you then I think I I I I think this name how you say the name Zephaniah Zephaniah three and seventeen. I'm gonna have to look that up before Zephaniah um three and seventeen says <laughs> I might have that wrong. Please y'all don't charge that to my don't charge it to my heart, please. Okay. Um, the Lord your God is in the midst. A mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. And um he, I'm sorry, with good with gladness. He will quiet you by his love and will exalt you over will exalt, will exalt over you with loud songs. So what a wonderful, what a mighty God we serve. Baby, he going to save you. He going to rejoice over you. He going to be glad in you. He going to be happy. Look, there's a, um, there's a scripture in the Bible. I'm not exactly sure where it's at, but it says that 
when another soul comes to God, that all heaven stands up and applauds. Everything in heaven, the trumpets blowing and the angels applauding and people screaming. It's a, it's a big party in heaven because one more got from out of hell. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. God is always with you, okay? So how can you give him the intimacy he requires? That's a question. I I would love for you to ask yourself that this week. How can I give God more of the intimacy that he requires? Okay? Well, let's first find out more about intimacy with God is just like the intimacy between two people, right? Intimacy in a relationship is a feeling of being close and emotional and an emotional connection and supported, connected. Oh, I'm sorry. Emotionally connected and supported. Okay, there we go. It means being able to share a whole range of thoughts, feelings, and experiences that we have as human beings. Okay? What is the true meaning of intimacy, right? Intimacy is closeness between people in personal relationships. It it's what builds excuse me. It's what builds over time as um as you connect with someone grow 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 to or and grow to care about each other and feelings more I'm sorry hold on real quick all right I'm sorry I'm so sorry all right let's it's let's kind of start off real quick intimacy is closeness between people in and in a personal relationship it's what builds over time as you connect with um someone grow to care about each other and feel more and more comfortable during your time together it in, it can include physical and emotional closeness or a mix of the two okay there are four different types of intimacy. Okay? There is emotional intimacy, it's intellectual intimacy, it's experiential intimacy, and it's spiritual intimacy. Now, emotional intimacy is, right? It means sharing thoughts and feelings. It involves being able to tell each other your desire, your deepest fears, your desires, um, your dreams, 
disappointments, and etc. This this one a lot of people have problems with because they they don't want to get hurt or this this leaves them vulnerable and and people don't like to be vulnerable vulnerable they don't like it okay okay the next one is intellectual intimacy okay and i really love this what kind if we can be intellectual if we can have intellectual intimacy where your intellect is attractive i love that like i love for you to be smart and have like a swag with your smartness like i love for you to be able to articulate and not be so um so bougie or so smart so in so intelligent to where it makes somebody feel less intelligent if that makes any sense i hope that makes any sense i love that but this is um comfortable is um comfort with um with conversating beliefs and viewpoints without um without worrying about conflict right is it's actually something is actually having a conversation that's deeper than sex okay it's it's better than sex kind of because it 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 is you have to it's a give and take thing when se- when sex just really isn't okay and then we have experiential intimacy right and that's the shared experiences led experiences that lead to inside jokes and private memories that can intensify a connection now i really like that and then it's also a spiritual intimacy right and then spiritual intimacy is shared or revealing sharing or revealing your um spiritual beliefs through prayer and worship together as a couple right when you can both be on the same page about your spiritual your spirituality and you both are on the on the same type of time when it comes down to Christ or when it comes down to whatever you believe and then you can actually have a conversation with it and you can pray and you can cry out together oh my god i think you you found something when you found that okay definitely a winner now this next no not this next one i'm sorry Okay, so what does all of this information mean? Well, it means that these are all ways that you can get a and keep a close and intimate relationship with God. Can you have an intellectual relationship with God? Intimacy with God? Oh God, yeah. That's what that's what um Jeremiah 33 and um 
3 is saying when Jeremiah 33 and 3 said call unto me and I will answer ye and show ye great and mighty things which ye knoweth not that's intellect he's talking about intellectual right he's talking about getting close to me so I can show you things so I can teach you things right can you have an experience can you have an experiential um, um, intimacy with God? Oh, yes. He can take you through things and he can let you experience things where it'll be an inside joke between you. God, God will be like, look, look, don't you remember you had you you had this same problem? You'd be like, yes, God, I remember. He'd be like, OK, well, I need you to take it a little kind with this person. You'd be like, yes, God, or you will do a tweak or you will do something and, and it'll be an inside joke between you and God. Can you have an emotional intimacy relationship with God? Of course, that's the whole thing. First of all, he wants you to understand that he feel your feelings. You feel his feelings. Y'all feel together. <laughs> Can you have a spiritual relationship with God? Of course. Come on now. So these are all different ways where you can get close with God. Okay. The more you find your way, your own way to talk and to get to know God. Because at the end of the day, that's what intimacy is. Is getting to know someone on a deeper level. And that's what God is looking for. God is God wants you to get to know him on a deeper level. Stop being so surface with him. Everybody is so surface with God. Like, um, they just feel like God is just oh a genie, right? Genie is very surface, right? Um, they grant you your three wishes and then, then you go on about your business. But see, God is deeper than a genie. Yeah, he, he can grant you your greatest wishes. But see, he can give you what your heart desires. But see, he desires something different. He desires to be close to you. He desires to get to know you. He desires for you to get to know him. He loves to get to know you. He loves for you to sit down and talk to him and tell him how your day was. Just like you would tell your your spouse how your day was and tell them, oh, my God, the sister so-and-so did this to this person and this person. Go to him with your gossip. Go to him with your gossip. He the one want to hit. You want to talk about sister so-and-so? You want to backbite? Go to God and backbite. At least he can check you. At least when you get deep enough, it'll be more like a, a prayer for sister so-and-so. You understand? Then you talking about her. You you telling somebody else business and they can't tell, they can't help her with nothing. But see, look, you go to God and you go to God and pray about her. Then guess what? God can help her with whatever it is and can also help you with your backbiting spirit. Ooh. And I, ooh. Oh, okay. Now, let's talk about some people in the Bible who walked so close with God, who walked close with God. How about Enoch? Enoch walked so close with God, right? To, he didn't even get to see death. 
to God just called him up. What? You can walk. Do you do you believe that you can walk so close with God that you can just be snatched up? I do. What about Paul, whose name was Saul? He walked closely with God. The 12 disciples, each one of them walked closely with God. Right? Jesus, since we're talking about the 12 disciples, they walked closely with God. And we can go, and we can go on and on about how all the people who walk closely with God. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, especially Abraham. Abraham walked so closely with God to shoot. He had he he has descendants on top of descendants on top of descendants. So what God said his descendants would be like the sand on the seashore. They can't be numbered. There is no number to Abraham's descendants. What about um Job? Job walked so close with God, the devil had to go to God to see if he can mess with him. What about Moses? Moses walked so close with God, he did several miracles while they were out in the in the wilderness for them 40 years that should have only took 11 days. See, we can go on and on, okay? Last but this is the last thing I'm going to say before I get off of here, okay? God's people, God I'm sorry, um, people, God is calling us to a higher level in him, which is called is which is calling for deeper intimacy so he can tell us the things we never knew. So he can share with us things he never knew. We never knew. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Make sure y'all get and stay close to God. Make sure everything you do is with an intention of closeness. I love you. I love you. I love you. And God bless.